Hello. Welcome to this week's Read Together podcast. We're so glad you've joined us. My name is Suzanne Ketchke, and I'm honored to serve as one of the pastors at Heritage United Methodist Church in Madison. And I also have the privilege of serving as your executive director of New and Renewing Congregations. Did you notice something different when you walked into your church on Sunday? This past Sunday, we celebrated the first Sunday of Advent. I love the season of Advent. I love everything about it. I love the anticipation. I love the preparation. I love the celebration. But I think my favorite aspect of Advent is the contemplation that occurs during this season. We contemplate the beauty. We contemplate the mystery of the gift of Christ. And maybe, just maybe, during the season of Advent, it might be a time in our lives we run these crazy 90 to nothing lives where we could just hit the pause button and ask ourselves a simple question. What does Advent mean to me? You know, for me, it seems as if every year... (laughs) I view Advent through a different and unique lens. You see, I didn't grow up in church. In fact, I don't even think I'd ever heard the word Advent until I was in my 30s. So the opportunity to reflect on the meaning of Advent is like a freshly unwrapped gift for me to unwrap each and every year. And this year, as I've been thinking about Advent, I thought I remembered this quote from seminary from Diedrich Bonhoeffer when he was talking about Advent. And Bonhoeffer says this about Advent. He says this, The celebration of Advent is possible only to those who are troubled in soul, who know themselves to be poor and imperfect, and who look forward to something greater to come. Wow. If there's ever been a time in our culture to celebrate the gift of Advent, here we are. I mean, look at 2021. It's been a time where we've been troubled in our souls, haven't we? Uh, Pandemic and post-pandemic worries. We've been worried about our friends and our families and our own health. We've certainly worried over our country with all the division and racial tensions and politics going on around us. And let's not even talk about the challenges of ministry, which have consumed us. I mean, we've even struggled with our own physical health, our own spiritual health, our own mental health. And it's been a time where we've had to look into the mirror a little bit And when we've done so, we've recognized our own imperfections. When we look in the mirror and we see our own privilege, we recognize that there are a lot of times when we're self-absorbed. A lot of times we forget that, that God has everything under control. And I think in many ways in 2021, we've also been unwilling to face our own grief. And isn't this a time... This Advent, isn't it a time when our hearts ache as we look forward? And yes, oh, how we long for something greater to come. We're weary. We're battle-worn. And man, are we in need of a Savior. And that's something greater that Bonhoeffer was writing about. Something greater comes to us at Christmas. 
in the form of a baby in a manger. A baby that brought us good news. Good news that echoes across the centuries. So today, let's open up our eyes, let's open our ears, let's open our hearts as we come together. And let's listen and absorb encouraging words written by the Apostle Paul in Thessalonians. Now the Apostle Paul, he was impressed by the faithfulness of the people at that time in the face of persecution. Does that sound a little familiar? What we've gone through in 2020 and 2021? And so Paul pens these words to encourage these Christians to continue to grow in godliness. From 1 Thessalonians, verses 9 through 13. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? Night and day we pray earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. I can only imagine Paul's delight to hear good reports on the faith of the people. You see, Paul had planted that church. And after he planted it and he had to leave, I'm sure he worried about them. I'm sure he prayed over them. I'm sure he wondered if the faith he had tried to plant in their hearts, if it had taken root. As you recall, these people had only been Christians for a short time. So Paul was probably pretty concerned about them. In fact, here's what we know. We know that Paul was so concerned about them, he sent Timothy to check on them. You know, that kind of got me thinking. As partners with one another in ministry, as partners in sharing the good news, as partners in the gospel together, maybe, just maybe, we should check on one another. Perhaps we need to go visit someone and see how they're doing in their faith journey. I mean, let's be honest. It has been a rough year and a half for many pastors and church leaders. Did y'all read the recent poll that said that about 71% of pastors and church leaders have seriously considered a career change over the last year alone? You know, I'm not sure everyone was even being honest. The stats could be even higher, couldn't they? And most of our churches, they suffered tremendous losses in membership during the pandemic. And after we came out of the pandemic, many churches report that they only have between 35 and 50% of their members have returned since the quarantine has been lifted. And man, that is tough. That's heartbreaking news for people who've poured their lives into a local church 
to try to make it grow and to help make it healthy. Then we have to think, imagine what it's like to be members of these churches. And it'd be members who return to worship so excited to see their friends that they saw before the pandemic for the first time in a long time, only to see themselves surrounded by empty seats. And you know what? Those people are amazing because they continue to press on. Week after week, they faithfully worship. They faithfully serve their community that was terrorized by this deadly virus. They continue to be faithful to reach out to their brothers and sisters in Christ. They continue to be faithful to invite others to join them at church, to invite their neighbors. And then when they come, they help to make them safe when they arrive. You know, as a pastor in a local church, I have witnessed firsthand what it looks like to see the people of God be faithful. It has been amazing to see how the faithful followers of Jesus have weathered this oppressive time in history. I mean, let's be honest. It would have been easy during the last year for lots of people to just give up and walk away from their commitment to God and to each other. And sadly, some did. However, the faithful in every church have held fast and they've been strong. Lots of times the situation, it looks so bleak on so many fronts. I mean, even they couldn't even meet in person without putting each other at risk. They still did whatever they could do when they could to keep the partnership and the gospel that we all share alive and well. You know, the situation, it got a little safer. And they were able to come together, and they did so with joy, and they, they praised God, and they encouraged each other every step of the way. And you know what I think? I think that slowly but surely, their faithfulness is rebuilding the church. And maybe in the midst of that, perhaps we can find the joy Paul found by knowing and remembering that faith is at work in all of us, each and every one of us. Maybe, just maybe, things aren't as dire as we think they are. Perhaps God continues, continues to fill our hearts with joy, and maybe we just haven't been looking for it. Because there's no questions, we've faced trials. We have definitely faced some challenges. We've got many more trials to come and many more challenges to face. But one thing, one thing has held true. One thing has held fast. The faithfulness of God has been there with us every single second. And along with that, the faithfulness of his worshipers have persisted. Despite the inner pool, people have had to quit to go home and just tend to their own families. People have amazed me with their faithfulness. And maybe, just maybe, the challenges we face this year have taught us to love more. Maybe these challenges have taught us to be more like Jesus. Maybe we've learned to be a little more gentle with each other. And maybe, just maybe, we've learned to be a little more gentle with ourselves. You see, the Apostle Paul, in this passage of Scripture, he calls for us to remember to let our love increase 
and to let our love overflow. And if you think about it, isn't that what the season of Advent is all about? You see, God's love for humanity, it increased, overflowed, until God made the decision to send love to us. And the love that God sent had a name. Jesus. Jesus Christ. The one who's with us and the one who's for us. Finally, Paul calls for us to be strengthened by the God who loves us. When Paul calls for God to strengthen our hearts. You know, I've heard lots of people say that 2021 was worse than 2020. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But there's one thing I know, one thing I know for sure. We all need to be fortified. We all need to find our strength. And maybe just maybe, as we read the scripture today, we needed the reminder that our God, our God is the creator and the source of strength. And maybe, just maybe, that's the true gift of Advent. Knowing that love can overflow when we draw strength from the gift in the manger, our Lord Jesus Christ. Please join me as I pray. Dear God, we thank you for the gift of Advent. We come to you as people who have been troubled in spirit, who have often been overwhelmed by our own imperfections, and who are in need. Oh God, we are in need of something greater. We are in need of your Son. Help us. Help us to find rest. Our souls are weary. Help us to find rest in the knowledge that there's so much joy to be found. So much joy. Because the kingdom of God continues to swirl with power all around us. Teach us. Oh God, teach us how to let our love increase and overflow in a world where it appears that darkness reigns, but a world where the light of your love is so desperately needed. God, help us. Help us to do our best to serve your people, the people you love. Help us to draw strength from your perfect Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And Lord, help us. Help us to welcome Christ into our hearts in a new and fresh way this Advent season. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of Read Together. And we will see you next week on this podcast.